0: Welcome back to Technotopia, a podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Jeffrey Wong. He's a Chief Innovation Officer at Ernst & Young slash EY. This is Technotopia. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp. is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp. loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com Welcome back to Uh I'm John Biggs, and today on the phone, we have Jeffrey Wong. he's Global Chief Innovation officer at ernst and young uh slash e y When did they change it to e y what was the what was the the impetus there?
1: Well, John, you know I actually spent uh over twenty years in Silicon Valley uh, a couple of times in Stanford and then uh about ten years at eBay where I ran the Business incubation mm-hmm. group there. And what was really interesting to me is I, I, I get a phone call from UI and yeah. if you know, they're holding you against really your will,
0: just let us know, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is your, no, hour.
1: not at all, not at all. No, it's been a fantastic experience actually. Um, because the, the challenge, the, the chance to come to such a interesting company with such a rich and storied history, you know, a leader in in its industry and, and, and a company that's thinking about, about the future and about how things need to be different, well, that was a, a big challenge that I, that I just wanted to jump on and be a part of.
0: So why don't you talk about what you're doing at uh, EY specifically before we begin? Yeah, no,
1: you know, you know what's really interesting is I think, John, you and I both know that the pace of change is really accelerated around us. And, you know, everything's a lot different than it used to be. Even, even when we were growing up, you know, things were moving quickly, but not as quickly as they are today. You know, it's a funny story. Um, i have twin daughters and since i live out in silicon valley you know just a couple years ago i'd be able to point out hey look a self-driving car and they you know look out the window and say wow you know that's a really cool self-driving car uh, now if i point out a self-driving car they they're just <laughs> completely disinterested in it because you know it's something that's already been around and frankly you know one of them told me you know i i i'm more interested when it's a self-flying car <laughs> this is this is just not interesting anymore this has happened over only a couple years and and so you know how you know this pace of change is just is just remarkable it's something we've never seen before and because of that i think i think at ey we we recognize that that pace of change how the world is changing is going to impact uh us the professional services industry overall and frankly it is impacting um many if not all of our clients and industries that we serve around the world and so that's really what innovation is here is we like to think about the different technologies that are impacting us, the pace of changes impacting us, and and uh, uh, figure out how to make sure that we're part of defining how that how our industry evolves and helping our clients figure out how their industry should evolve and and make sure they have a big voice in it.
0: Okay, so say I'm a company that that hires you guys to do. Something so p- consulting. I used to be a consultant myself. So I, so I, I actually, I when the Obamacare stuff happened, I, it was my old company. So I was absolutely sure, certain that it was going to fail, uh, pretty, pretty quickly. And then they'd have to, they'd have to. I, I was literally flown out to, uh, to Mississippi once, because the OCR system that they installed for a tax, a tax client out there, like the, the state tax department, uh, failed. So they hired a bunch of, they hired a bunch of us is from straight out of college to go down and, uh, and type in numbers. So <laughs> you have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to convince me on this side, what you guys who are kind of used to building big giant systems are going to do in a space, uh, that's dominated by startups and you've been in startups before. So you're sort of, you're sort of looking at it from, from both ends, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I, I used to uh, build startups for eBay. That was my job there. I ran and built a started and ran something we called the Incubation Group, which is building internally funded startups there. So, a whole series of uh, uh, different technologies that, that we looked at there. And and I think that so there's two two themes to this. One is that we're looking at, I think, what we think are important technologies um, that are going to impact us. And frankly, most industries around the world artificial intelligence, blockchain, robotic process automation, the obvious stuff that's happening in data um, and so we want to make sure we keep our eyes open to all of these things and I, and, and it's funny, you know you talk about uh, so the large companies and and you know we're used to building big systems, right big things and what what my group does is it tries to bring together what what we're calling the suits and the hoodies, right. Mm-hmm. Taking this very rich, you know, hundred plus years of expertise and depth and a variety of industries, a variety of functions that we serve, uh, and bringing it together with that Silicon Valley or tech startup approach, um, and that's how we're that's how we're thinking about. It. We're, we're actually uh, uh, bringing together, um, you know, ta- a tax partner, a tax staff member, putting them in the same room as, you know, a product manager with. You know, experience at some of the big names of Silicon Valley, some of the startups in Silicon Valley, uh, alongside a, a VP of engineering who ran, you know, one of the top five apps on the App Store uh, in a previous in a previous job. Uh, and we're putting it in the same room when we're saying, you know, if you were to relook at an industry or one of our functions, how would you look at it today? How would you look at it differently today?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're funding it like a startup. So. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's got its Series A funding or seed funding, depending on the scale of dollars you think the is a seed or an A. Those numbers are moving targets these days. And um, we're setting out a series of, of goals. And, and it's just much more of that iterative startup approach um, than it is sort of the traditional uh, sort of multi-year project that you can map out at the beginning. And I think it's a reflection of wh- where we started, which is, The fact is, is the pace of change is is moving so quickly that you can't pre-predict the outcome. You know, it used to be that large companies could pre-predict outcomes so they could, you know, have a multi-year plan and figure out how they're going to execute and deliver that plan and just sort of execute against it and end up kind of in the right spot. But with everything changing so quickly, we've had to meld together sort of this, this richness and tradition and understanding of industries that we have with Sort of a startup mentality and world where you got to move quick you got to iterate you invest as much as you have to but not more than that and you work your way to the outcome
0: so what does a, what does a big client look for from you guys is it still is it still the accounting practice is there business solutions uh, what 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 would a what would a like a Pepsi would look out upon out on the uh out on the the landscape and say to themselves, "We need blockchain, but why would they why would they come to you and and what would the blockchain do for them
1: Yeah, yeah, so you know it's funny um, people do come to us of course for our audit and tax businesses, and we're actually doing new and interesting things there as well, but people also come to us to talk to us about how um, how to approach of the digital landscape how do they digitize their entire firm which we believe is sort of inherent to every function uh, of the of their company they also come to us to talk to us about you know how should they think about innovation how should they start innovation programs uh within their within their entity? so we get uh we answer questions that are a variety of different questions that go beyond i think where what our heritage is, which we're very proud of, which is the audit and tax business uh, of the firm. And so, yeah, we, we, um, you know, we've been out consulting with uh, automotive companies uh, who want to think about blockchain and how they might use blockchain to, um, uh, 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 to create a uh, peer sharing community within a community or a region. Uh, a peer sharing exchange, if you will, within a community or region. We, we're talking to um, healthcare companies about how to use blockchain to share uh, private um, health information across different devices and across different systems. And you know, how do you give the individuals the right to share and not share in different places? And so, people come to us with a variety of different questions. And I think what what's probably unique from from sort of people's understanding of EY is that we're actually out there playing with this technology. So as part of the innovation group, uh, as part of those technologies, we don't want to just talk about it because these things are so new. The only way we're going to really understand these technologies and be able to really walk into a client or frankly apply it to for our own challenges, our own problems internally, um, is for us to actually be using it to solve problems. And so that's, I think, what's uh, where we're where we're different, it, it, you know, we're taking that startup mentality, that what's the what's a big problem we think we can solve now? Where are we starting, you know? How do we bring an AI system in? How do we bring a blockchain solution to bear? Uh, but how do we fundamentally solve that problem? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's that's what's uh, sort of maybe different from what people see.
0: So this is this is a podcast about the future. So what what do you guys have to do to hire the next? zuckerberg you're is that is that even feasible so let's 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 look at it for a minute because i because when i came out of college i went into i went into consulting and a lot of my friends did this was the 90s and that was one that's the thing you did but now the kids come out of carnegie mellon and mit uh or wherever and they don't want they don't want to I mean, A, they're definitely not going to want to do the accounting practice, but B, they're, they're not going to want to sit in a room with you and do blockchain. They're going to want to do it themselves, right? Is that, is that true? You know, is it, that something that you're experiencing?
1: Actually, you know, what we're finding is an incredible success in uh, uh, talking to folks, bringing on folks. Like I said, we've already brought in people, um, uh, you know, with backgrounds from, you know, every major company in Silicon Valley, uh, PhDs from the top universities who uh, have worked in artificial intelligence—you know, people who have worked in the advanced labs of every company that uh, I think are on the highlight list, uh, on the on the traditional highlight list of of um, you know of the new university graduate. And I think that what they're seeing. Uh, so, so I'm an engineer by background. Mm-hmm. At Stanford. One of my degrees is in engineering, and so you know, why, what what attracted me to come here is to work on the big problems, right? I I just like big challenges, big problems, big complex issues. And the grand benefit we have here is that we work on an incredibly rich set of questions, uh, challenges, problems, uh, our own, and also, frankly, for our clients. And I think that that's really what people are looking at and saying, wow, that's actually pretty interesting, is that you can work on a a blockchain question, you know, out of Australia or a, you know, an AI uh, effort out of Ireland or, you know, and and this could be in a variety of different industries. So, you know, it's not uh, simply working in, in a simple, uh, in a single vertical like advertising technology or e-commerce or something, which are fascinating problems in their own right. You know, people come here, I think, because they like to see these different challenges that are, again, across industry and different geographies, you know, how do they apply sort of the best of the best thinking uh, to all these different places in the world? But the second thing they enjoy is the fact that, you know, we are technology agnostic. We work with big companies. We work with startups. Um, we build our own on the open source platforms that are out there. Um, we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to, to, to answer the problem the best way we see fit. Mm-hmm. And so, You know, we we recruited people who've been working on, you know, a specific platform, specific AI platform and for a specific question, and they come and say, wait, I can work with any tool, I can work across any industry, any of these set of questions, and um, we're finding a lot of success, actually. Uh, Maybe surprising. It's frankly surprising to me as well. I mean, I knew the questions and the the challenges motivated me, but um, we're finding a lot of people who are who are excited by that so i mean you're that, the, you're the, the you're the guy that they trot thing.
0: out when they want to show off the new stuff right and and we and, and, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't mean that in a mean way i mean that in a very yeah. very pr- practical way you're the you're the guy they point to and say we're not a bunch of stiffs but the they had like what's the the the, the future the future may or may not belong to bigger corporations so that work may or may not dry up and and or are you trending are you trending to the idea that, that the work is is maintaining itself that the that that there will still be a there'll still be a need talking about self-driving cars but let's let talk about self-driving I don't know accounting systems that are uh, that, that man, manage themselves so you're actually you're actually hard at work at at, uh, at canceling out your uh, canceling out a lot of your a lot of your billable hours
1: well, the, you know, what, what we've seen in our early going, actually, when we apply technology, say, you know, robotic process automation, which mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, an interesting technology, uh, pretty basic, uh, you know, your audience is probably fairly familiar, but it's, it's basically a software robot, um, not the kind on the factory floor, no. but, you know, the kind that exists on your machine can, you know, cut across all sorts of different systems and sort of mimic behavior. um sort of the repetitive tasks that humans uh, tended to do. And what we're realizing for us in our early efforts there is that the people really like it. Um, and I think it's probably because at EY, we have really smart, talented, motivated uh, people, and they like being human. They like the human part of uh, of their work. They mm-hmm. like the um, asking the harder question, asking the better question is the way we like to frame it. Um, and so when we went about sort of applying this New technology to some of our functions we we were very careful about this you know that that question that you ask which is you know how does this impact our efficiency um, and so we we went in we we wanted to be uh, very honest and very careful and very thoughtful about this because this it does impact our people, and what we we're finding is at least in the early going it's impacting our people in a positive way
0: yeah okay. and
1: so um, they're, they're actually excited about it. They, they like the fact that they can get you know, this robot software um, to do certain tasks for them, and that frees up their time to do better and more interesting things. Frankly, to give better answers to, whether it's an internal answer, whether it's a client answer, um, to give better answers and to be more thoughtful about it. So we're seeing the, the, the man and machine theme play out pretty heavily, at least in this early going. Um, But you're right, actually, sort of the the second part of that question, which is around, you know, we're not working on a self-driving car here or self-flying cars, as it were. Um, But we are working on things that we think are big, interesting problems and approaching our challenges and our problems in different and interesting ways. And I think that, you know, frankly, I think that that's what's attractive to a lot of people. Again, it's sort of hitting on this theme of man and machine and and something, again, we've seen very positively from our people is that they like being a part of defining how our industry, how we evolve and how our industry evolves. They mm-hmm. they take that on as a, as a motivating thing. Um, and, it, you know, it's funny because I, I reflect on this. It's not every generation of leadership inside of, you know, every company that can have that opportunity where the environment gives them the chance to 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 evolve the firm in, in a very different and interesting way. And so, you know, what I see from at least the EUI folks and at least the people in the leadership here is that we are taking this challenge on with an optimism and an excitement. Um, frankly, that I think would be surprising again to many people for, mm-hmm.
0: you know, a company with a
1: hundred plus year old history. And so that's that's again something that's been fantastic, and maybe that's why we've felt such momentum around our innovation efforts and our, in um, our, uh, uh, our innovation recruiting.
0: All right, I'll buy that for for a little while. So so what's the uh, what's next on your on your radar? What what do you expect that your daughters will be? What's the world that your daughters are going to be living in um, in twenty years? <laughs> oh boy. John, you
1: know, you know, it's hard. I I shouldn't be the one to predict the future because, uh, like like I could say, anything I could imagine would probably fall short of the reality that it will end up being. It's um, what what I will say is we have, I think it's just sort of this amazing, remarkable time and it's such a blessing to be living in this era where all this change is happening because anything really is possible you know, the, the self-flying cars, you know, geez, just imagine back to 10 years ago and, uh, thinking back to, to, you know, what would be, would that even be a thought on someone's radar? Mm -hmm. Would that even be an imagination of what's possible? Um, and I think you'd be hard pressed to find many people who would say that, yeah, they, 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 they just assume self-driving cars would be, you know, on the radar and a possibility 10 years later. And so um, I, I guess I the way I, I'll, I'll frame it is you know my daughters like a lot of the the magic that happens in movies these days, and you look at the Harry Potter movies mm-hmm. and you know all the different books that they read and all the all the different things that seem magical, and um, you know, I think that when we look ahead 20 years, when we look back, we'll say there are things that are happening that we didn't think were possible. You know funny funny part is the add-on to the to the car story, you know. Uh, one of my daughters, you know, I told her that, uh, you know, uh, there are companies that are already working on the self-flying car. Thing. She thought that that was going to be her career, right? She said, great, <laughs> self-driving cars are done. I'm going to do the self-flying car. And so uh, she's actually rolled that forward now. When she heard, you know, she saw all the white papers come out, and I forwarded them to her. So she's reading them. She, she's 11, so uh, reading maybe aggressive, you know, reading them thoroughly, maybe an aggressive statement. But she was reading them so because she thought this was going to be what she did. She said, fine. I guess they're already going to have the self-flying car, so I guess I'll work on teleportation instead. So <laughs> I, I, I haven't sort of started talking about physics with her yet, but it's sort of that imagination, right? It, it is up to that generation's imagination, up to our generation's imagination of what is possible out there. And, hmm. um, you know, frankly, I think it's going to go far beyond what, uh, what, what I could even possibly imagine.
0: All right, super. So where can, uh, where can people see some of the stuff that you're working on?
1: So over the next, uh, you know, year or so, we'll, we'll start rolling out the different things that uh, uh,
0: specific things
1: that our, our little startup teams are working on today. Um, you know, it's, we have innovation centers around the world. So it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, while I lead the function globally, we also have teams in uh, a myriad of different cities uh, here in New York, uh, out in Silicon Valley, where I'm from. Uh, out in London, Madrid, we have two or three more coming online. So actually what you'll see is not just innovation that's coming from solving EY's problems and EY's challenges and sort of redefining our business, but you'll also see us you know, co-creating with our clients out in the world and bringing together um, our teams with our clients uh, and frankly bringing in startups or, or mid-sized companies, bringing in big companies mm-hmm. as well. And trying to build that community up of people who want to think about the world in a different way. And uh, so I think you'll see a lot from us over the next 12 months. That you know, So the results, not just from our own internal efforts, but also our, our results from working with, with folks around the world.
0: Sure. All right. Super. Uh, so thanks for joining us on Technotopia. We will see you next week.